and welcome back to Grid Iron Campbell, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by the entire collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie, DP Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. I am also joined by the group that does nefarious things. The, does, the, the group that passes out cards and fixes games, that is right, Illum has returned. I completely took over Jamison Crowder's body last night. <laughs> Card-carrying member. <laughs> Jamison Crowder was his first ballot. First ballot Hall of Fame Illum. After last night's performance, I, I like when these narratives creep into the public consciousness. Uh, I put a tweet in our Skype chat from um, I'm blanking at this hour. He's uh, oh my goodness, he used to be an ESPN guy, played offensive line for the Bills, the racial slurs. But even he tweeted last night that somebody needs to check Jamison Crowder's uncle's bank account for some offshore wire that just hit Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker, there, there it is. Yeah, that was insane. And it happens in a week where Washington was one of them. There are five road favorites getting 70% of the public bets. So a very loomy week. And it starts off appropriately as such with the slurs just puking on their cleats in prime time. And the Dallas Cowboys coming away with the cover. Uh, last week, recapped it, obviously, in the recap show on Tuesday. Hope you guys are listening to that. But for those of you that missed it, Mo was 3-2. and two. Donnie and I were both 2-2-1. Uh, two, two and one. And we had Brett. I forget what Brett's record was. And I'm not going to check. We'll just let's, let's just get past it, right? It never happened. I don't remember it happening either, so. Yeah. Blackout pod. So, that's the order for the week. It's going to be Mo Donning, myself. And then Bert Minotti. First thing we do every week is we look at split games, games that we are right down the middle on. And we got a couple of fun ones and then one kind of ugly one. Uh, each game features one of the premier teams in the league. And let's start in New Orleans where the Saints play host to the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers who... Brett has a Super Bowl ticket on. What are those odds, Brett? What? How much? How? What kind 20. of plenty? Twenty. Twenty. Twenty to one. To one on the Carolina Panthers and Scam winning the Super Bowl. So no surprise here that Brett is on the Panthers plus four. I too am on Carolina, while Donnie and Mo are on the other side and are very high. Uh, Donnie has the Saints on his card. Mo has them bubbling his card. So I'll, I'll actually let Donnie start off since he's got the most conviction on this game. Tell us why you like the Saints so much. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to put the Saints as my number one. I originally had them as my number one when I started doing my card, uh, but I bumped them down because I'm a little bit worried that they are uh, four-point favorites and the 61% of the public uh, is backing them. So they scared me off of that a little bit, and I adjusted accordingly. Uh, but I still really love them, and uh, I wouldn't mind one bit if they were on the card. Uh, I mean, I just I, I like the Saints here a lot coming off the loss uh, last week. I mean, they played a good Rams team. They were on the road. We know that the Saints, I mean, not necessarily this year, but – in recent memory, they've been a team who has known to throw up kind of a stinker on the road. Uh, I mean, they looked all right last week on the road. They didn't look terrible. Uh, they just ran into a better team in the Rams who's playing very, very well. Um, and the, on the other side of the ball, the Panthers, I mean, they went up to New York, and albeit they won the game, they did not look good at all. And I just can't put much faith into this Panthers team really going to New Orleans and just totally showing out in a spot where I think that they're going to need to score a lot of points to stay with uh, the Saints. And I think the Saints are going to get a pretty easy cover at the end of the day, um, not only because of their offense, but also because their defense is playing much better this year. And I think that they have the capability to shut Cam Newton down uh, and keep them at arm's length and cover the spread. Mo, a peculiar spot for you following 63% of the public, but you two laying the four continue the New Orleans narrative. Why do you like the Saints so much. Yeah, how do you not like the Saints? Uh, shouldn't you be leading the charge here, Rich? 
I think best the, team in football. Yeah, they could be. What's that injury report looking like? <laughs> exactly, you missed their injury report. Missing out. No, there's a few, but I mean, they're not like not playing. I mean, the main ones are what Lattimore and Armstead. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and Lattimore, still, two best players. And, and, and Lattimore <laughs> they're still both questionable, and they both played last week. But Lattimore was downgraded this week. He went from limited to not practicing, which is always a bad sign for the player. Yeah, I mean, I still think that there's a pretty decent chance they'll play. And uh, I mean, how is this team only one point better than Carolina? I don't think, like, I think Carolina's decent, but this team is not near as good as people think. Not near as good as their results have been. I don't think. Here's the scam. You were saying yesterday that the defense doesn't get the credit it deserves. Here's the scam hate. Yeah, this offense though. I don't know, man. People think this team is just like they're just basically they're not as good as their record is what I'm getting at. I don't think this team is a team that you could expect to win 75% of their games in the NFL. Um, the Saints are actually good. They are actually balanced. Uh, I just think this line should be like five or six. I think this is a little bit too short. And uh, yeah, what uh, they they absolutely thrashed Carolina on the road earlier this year, and uh, definitely wouldn't surprise me if the same thing happened here. But uh, it's always tough when you are following the public. But this line. Could just be a little bit too short. Bert, you're pro Panthers. You've got that ticket. You, I I can feel the passion in your voice as you argue with Mo. There, tell us why you like Carolina so much. Yeah, look, I mean, the narrative this season has been the sudden change in the Saints' defense and the improvement this unit has shown over last year, and that all starts with the secondary. Marshawn Lattimore, Ken Crawley, and like we said, Lattimore has been downgraded. He did not practice Thursday. Questionable. Uh, this week, Ken Crawley limited limited in practice, no, clearly nowhere near 100%. So big issues already coming into the game for the Saints defense, and that's where they have been so good, fifth in defense DVOA against the pass. They're 26th against the run. So I, I think the Panthers are going to be able to find ways to move the ball against a beat-up Saints defense, and I think the Panthers are a better team. I was shocked by the way the Saints manhandled them in the first game. I don't think we saw the real Panthers in that game. Uh, I think Ken's going to get some revenge this week, and, and the Panthers just win this outright. You think the Panthers are a better team? Yeah, I do. If wow, they're I cer- thought we were stopping the drinking. They're certainly better if Crawley and Lattimore don't play. I don't yes. think I, I I don't think it's a question. They're a better football team if those two guys are absent. I think it's it's clear as day, and Lattimore is trending towards not playing. And even if he does, he's playing on a bad ankle that changed him from limited to not practicing at the end of the week. That's just there's just alarm bells flying there. I think these are two pretty equal teams. I'm obviously going to give the edge to New Orleans. I think they're very good when at full health and potentially, as I've said numerous times, the best team in the league. But this just seems like a great spot. I don't know why Joe Public wouldn't be all in on the minus four. I'm surprised this line isn't a shade higher, which makes me even more comfortable taking Carolina because I know that the books are comfortable with the plus four. So I just think it's a nice spot. I've got this towards the middle of my card. I'm not going to move the world to put a wager on this game, but I shade uh, I shade Carolina uh, a little bit here in the spot. Lines up to four and a half at Westgate and Pinnacle. I was looking at Pinnacle this morning. I did not see. There it is, four and a half. But that four and a half is, wow, minus four and a half, minus 111. So everybody's all in on Saints. Interesting. Let's go to another NFC showdown. I guess all three are NFC games. Uh, This one taking place in Atlanta. The books say that these are two even teams. The Falcons are laying three points at home against the Vikings. Donnie and I are on the home team. Brett and Moe are on the road team, are on Zimmer. Uh, two weeks in a row that I'm picking against Zimmer. Neither time has felt very good. I hate fading my man. 
But again, I think that this is a really good spot. Uh, Bob Scucci was on uh, his podcast with Chad Millman this week, and he is the bookmaker for all of the Boyd properties. And he said, look, this line should be two and a half, but we're going to get the same action at three, so we're just going to shade the point, uh, take the extra value, because we know we're going to need the Falcons. And when an executive of a sportsbook says outright that the Boyd gaming properties are going to need the Falcons, then I'm just going to tail that guy. I, I think this is a bit of a coin flip game. Again, this is in like my middle tier, so I'm not too confident, but I feel like I'm getting uh, a little bit of value here and getting the full three, and I'm on the same side as the books. So, uh, Donnie, you also took the Falcons. What was your thinking in taking Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, this is my bottom, what, seven games, I think. I put in a little note to you, uh, Rich, when I sent it. It's just, I this is a coin flip for me. I, I'm a little bit, I don't know, I can't really go either way. I feel like, you know, right now the Falcons are turning it around enough that they can get this cover at home, and I think I'm just going to side with the home team. That's kind of my pick here. Uh, I also think that while the Minnesota Vikings have been really good, um, they've been covering a lot. Uh, they've They've looked good. I know that we all like them. I think that they're due for a little bit of a letdown. Uh, and this, you know, it could be it against a team that that seems like, uh, you know, they're just kind of turning the corner at the right time enough. Not that they're going to make a, a big run at the Super Bowl or anything like that, because I don't think that that's going to happen this year for the Falcons. But I do think they will turn it around enough to, to get enough people excited. How about that? So I'm just going to I'm going to side with the Falcons this week at home. Uh, hope they cover, but honestly, it's even though it's my five-pointer, I don't have too much weight on this game whatsoever. Yeah, here's Donnie's note. He didn't say this is coin flip territory. He said, below this line, I might as well be picking a game of Pesapalo. What in God's name is Pesapalo? I'm assuming uh, it's Italian. Finnish baseball. Finnish baseball. I mean, these these bottom seven games of my card, I, I moved them all over the place. I moved them around. I had the one that was the one-pointer as the seven-pointer and vice versa and everything in between. I flip-flopped back and forth, and I was just like, I honestly, these games, I don't have no idea what's going on. I mean, there's some games I was looking at, I'm like, the quarterback has the flu. No, wait, he doesn't have the flu. I, I, don't, I don't know what's happening, so let's just I'm still, slap it out there and see what happens. I'm still hung up on the finished baseball thing. I don't even know what Is that, that means. Is that what they play on the streets of Buffalo? <laughs> No, I think they just play hockey on the streets of Buffalo. Oh, well, I don't know. I thought maybe you grew up playing that. All right, no, Mo I definitely grew up playing roller hockey, man. All right, Mo, you nearly had the Vikes on the card, as did Brett. We'll let you lead it off, Mo. Talk about Minnesota, Mike Zimmer, GOAT, we know. Extra rest, what else you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't even know when the books are just going to decide to respect the Vikings. What do they have to do to get respect? from the market, from the books, from anyone. This is a damn good team. And how's that working out for the books, Rich? Every year, but take, this year and taking, last year, it's been pretty taking good. Taking those sides. <laughs> every, every year in history, except the last one and a half, it's been pretty good. I mean, until the Vikes show me that something I'm looking at is off, but every week, I just see this team come out and shit on people. This team is really good. There's no way they should be plus three here. I mean, how is this line not Falcons minus one? And to top it all off, there is a couple of injuries in Atlanta secondary. Brian Poole and Desmond Trufant are looking a little bit questionable, especially Trufant could be CTE. He could be cooked for this week. Um... Man, yeah, Vikings better, Vikings healthier. I just don't understand this line. Minotti followed up. Zimmer, your boy. Yeah, I mean, if Trufant doesn't play, good game. Like, how are they going to stop this Vikings passing offense? This is a game I really struggled with this week. I feel kind of queasy having it so high because at one point yesterday, this was my one-pointer. I didn't want this on the card, but... I have to stick with the read I've had all season on the Falcons, that they're being overvalued by the public, especially now coming off three straight wins. Their stock is extremely high. And we're going to start to see what this team really is coming up with games against the Vikings, Saints, and Panthers. 
I've been selling on this team all season. I would not be able to respect myself taking the Falcons as field goal favorites against an elite Vikings team. This is a top three team in the NFL. I think Minnesota wins this game outright. The final split game, Rams at Cardinals. Yes, at least I did it again, laying points at Arizona. I'm laying the seven with the Rams, as is Brett, but we both have them as one-pointers. My basic stance is if you put a gun to my head uh, and the Rams were playing the Cardinals in the L.A. uh, Coliseum, uh, would you lay 13? And you have to make a choice in the second. And yeah, I'd be fine with that. I, I think the Rams offense is powerful enough to get there. I'm not excited about it. Again, it's my one pointer, but I don't think it's too absurd. And I just want nothing to do with Blaine Gabbert on the card, anywhere near the card in any scenario. So that's why I have it as a, a one pointer. Uh, Brett, do you have anything? This is again your bottom. Anything to add on the Rams, real quick? I have no input on this game. There you go. Mo back on the gravy train, taking points at home with Arizona. Had it in his card last week, got the W. He's at it again. He's got the plus seven right at the bottom of his card. Tell tell me why Brett and I tell the world why Brett and I are idiots. We're morons. This is. I don't know. I don't understand you guys. The, weren't we just talking about how we we were liking the cards on the recap pod? Rich, wasn't that you? No. No? <laughs> we made that up? 80% of the public here, guys? We're just we're just firing 80%. We were definitely of the talking about that, Mo. I'm with you. Y'all yeah, not firing anything. Yeah, we're not firing. We just we have to select it, so we did and we put it at the bottom. Come on, guys. This is a good spot. The the cards what if the, what if the cards are better with Blaine Gabbert? He's been pretty good. They probably are. I mean, so we got maybe a better QB here. Looks like it has a pulse right now. Uh still not all the way bought in on this Rams offense especially without Robert Woods who's been really important for them. Um also, Connor Barwin is sitting out of this one on the other side of the ball. And, uh, yeah, I think the cards can do enough to keep this close and and ruin the public's day here. Uh, absolutely every teaser and parlay is going to include the Rams for sure. So if you're going to circle an Illumi spot for Sunday, this could be it. Well, it's also going to include the Saints. So, Why is it going to include the Saints? Not not teasers. They're well, yeah, not they're teasers, minus four. But, but every parlay card will have the Saints on it. One hundred. Maybe. I don't know. It's still a shorter line where, like, I think I could see people firing Carolina on the money line. Donnie, you are also on the sharp side. You, I think this was the first game in your Geppetto, whatever your finished baseball. Second game, second game. Pesapalo tier. Come on. <laughs> Anything to add here? Uh, no, I mean, I'm just with Mo. I think that this is a good spot to fade the Rams. Uh, not that I don't think they can win this game pretty easily, but I think seven points is a lot to cover here on the road, coming off a big win last week against the Saints. Um, I think that the Cardinals will put together enough to stay within the touchdown and cover. In McBay, I trust. Let's get to the Lone Wolves. The Lone Wolf Goat leads the way with three Lone Wolves this week. Donnie and Mo have a pair apiece, and you boys got nil. So let's turn to Brett. No Lone Wolf higher than an eight-pointer. Fifteen games on the slate this week. No Lone Wolf higher than an eight. Brett's got three, and no brainer uh, or, or no surprise, given what I just said. They're all pretty low. A six, three, and two-pointer will start at the top, laying the absolute wood again with the wotest of wotes with the Bortles service. Blake Bortles minus nine and a half. The Jags are against the Colts. Brett, what are you liking with Saxonville? Yeah, these, I mean, look, these are all in my bottom tier. No strong conviction with any of these lone wolves. Uh, The Jaguars, they need a big win this week coming off an embarrassing loss to Arizona. I think this defense is going to just annihilate Jacoby Brissett this week back at home. They haven't been home in three weeks. This is going to be, I, I just think they're going to slaughter 
this Colts offense this week and win this game with their defense. Uh, beyond that, uh, I don't see why Blake Bortles can't just have a, a, a really strong game through the air. You, you mentioned him on the podcast yesterday. Uh, they got D.D. Westbrook coming in and getting more snaps. That kid's going to be a stud. And I, I just I think that the Jaguars could roll here. Bortles standalone. Yeah, Mo, Donnie, and myself, we have this as our three-pointer. And me personally, I would have had this higher had we got the current line of 10, one of the more important lines, 3, 7, 10. But we're not getting it. We're getting the 9.5, so I'm not too, too confident. Donnie, Mo, anything to add on this contest? Uh, for me, I mean, Mo talked about sportsbooks inflating the lines a bit on some of these favorites. Uh, he talked about that on the recap podcast, so I kind of feel like that's a little bit here. I feel like this line should be a little bit less the, than it is um not not a ton but that said i also can't you know confidently back the colts so stick them in that pesapolo tier and see if they cover hope they cover but they haven't been covering for us this year so it probably won't happen for me polish netball let's move on to texas finish bro i know it's, i'm doing that on purpose the texans titans the next contest brett you love marcus Mariota. i i tried to Bring it up the other day. You kind of poo pooed it. Come on, admit it. You love Mariota. You you have no. A, I love I, no. I love Derrick Henry. You have and I think I think Derrick Henry gets some more reps this week. You have Marcus Mariota framed in a heart shaped frame in your room. Don't lie. I definitely do not love Marcus Mariota. That kid looks. He looks like a high school quarterback. The way he throws the football. What is that? I mean, his mechanics are just horrendous. So, so what made the coin come? But I'm still. I'm still. I'm still taking <laughs> yeah. the uh, the Titans here. Uh, my reasoning is just fading the public. 61% siding with the Texans, uh, so give me the Titans. Good old public dog. Mo, you're the highest on the Texans. You touted their defense on the DFS pod yesterday. What are you seeing in Houston here? I mean, what I saw was an offense on Monday that was actually able to move the rock against an elite Ravens unit. I, I think as bad as Tom Savage is, he's just in such a decent position here with an okay running game, and then especially with DeAndre Hopkins to throw to. Uh, he just is such a difference maker, and he allows them to move the ball even though, you know, they have Tom Savage. Unjustifiably <laughs> so, in a position that I'd rather not be in, but the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. The cream is DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. So he can help them move the rock here and i think with Clowney, so long as obviously if Clowney plays i mean it, this is all assuming Clowney plays he didn't uh, practice the other day but looked like he played with no problem on monday so i'm assuming this is just they're resting him and <clears throat> if he does he can disrupt this offense but yeah i i am i am in agreement with brett that um it, it would definitely help Tennessee if they got their most talented back on the field and got him the rock more. I'm interested to see what happens this week, given that Murray has been completely outperformed by Henry the last few weeks. Um, So that's as a Henry owner in like every season long league I'm in. So if it, I expected him to take over the job, but I did not expect it to take three months, I guess. We'll see if uh, this is finally the week when it happens. But uh, overall, I just think this line is a little too big. I think Tennessee, not a great team. And just this line should, how is this line not just like four? Houston public dog, that feels a little icky. But the Titans laying a lot of points with the 25th ranked defense, according to DVOA. 24th against the pass so it seems like the back door could be wide open if the Texans aren't competing in this game which is also a possibility Don you had this as your two-pointer in your Swedish soccer zone anything to add yeah I mean I, yeah I, I don't trust this Titans team I don't trust Mariota I don't trust uh, Mike Malarkey to actually do the right thing at the running back so give me the six and a half points I think that the Texans will score here but not that confident either way so throwing it at the bottom of my card Brett's last lone wolf he's got the blinders on he's got the the Gronk in Buffalo uh flag waving he's slaying the eight and a half with New England Brett what the fuck bro? What are you talking about? 
Come on, bro. This is actually my two-pointer. The uh, the Titans are my three-pointer. Why can't the Patriots just come in here and thump the Bills like they have each of the past three years? They've won the last three games in Orchard by an average of 13 points. Why can't that happen again? Oh, it can happen. It's just a lot of points. It is. I mean, and, and look, maybe I'm too close to it, and the disappointment is, is seeped <laughs> into my mind, but the Patriots are, are still the best team in football, and uh, the Bills shit their pants every uh, time this game comes around, so that's why I have the Pats. Uh, Pats, best team in football. They are the best. How can you say they're not the best team in football? It makes my ears bleed. Aren't they like the th- third or fourth best team in football? You would not take the Eagles, Saints, Hell no. and Rams? Patriots. On neutral, neutral over? field, Patriots always a favorite. God, I I think the market I would make them a favorite to get the Eagles plus three in the Super Bowl. Well, this happened this year with the Falcons, and we were you up, guys are gonna we were, we were up infinity twenty one to three. Yeah, and oh, the, right, the right side came through twenty eight to three, guys. God, I'm gonna punch anybody who tells me that was the right side. Man, this Eagles plus three is gonna be. This is gonna be. Gonna have to bet all the bitcoins, guys. Even I'm gonna have to back idiot Wentz in that game. Uh, I guess, fuck it, D- Donnie. This this is Donnie's number one pick. So take take the floor. Talk about the bills. <laughs> Wait, what? What is happening? No, we're, no, no. How no. many IPAs? We're, no, the bills are my number one pick. Yeah. What? Explain why. Well, well I'm talking about Moe's started yelling. Because it's you. What do you mean it's me? What This line is way too high. What are you guys talking about? This is crazy. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is that I just found out two seconds ago that I'm going against one of Brett's lone wolves. That's the <laughs> only thing that gives me pause here. Other than that, no. The Bills are going to fucking cover this line easy. This line's too high. And plus, there's 81% of the public is, is on the Patriots side. I'm the biggest fucking honk on this side of the Colorado River, and I'm telling you that the Bills are going to cover this easily. This is a different Bills team than has been in the years past. I think that we've seen this all season long, that they're a different Bills team. I think that they are going to be extremely hard out here. I think that the Patriots will probably win. They'll get it done in the end because that's what they know how to do. But at the end of the day, eight and a half points? Come on, this is a slam dunk here. Yeah. I've got the the bills at the, the bottom. The of my... Patriots. One more thing. Sorry, go, the Patriots go. are fourteen and a half points at home. No. The, I mean, the public's still going to bet them at fourteen and a half points at home. But yeah, this. I mean, this line's inflated. We. This is the the narrative of this whole podcast is we're we're in week thirteen. The books are getting crushed. They're they're shading all these lines, and there's certainly value on Buffalo here at home. I, I, I Pat struggle against mobile quarterbacks. I, I said it yesterday. I think Shady is a nightmare matchup against New England. I don't know. I Mo, I'm surprised of the people that took the Bills. You were the lowest on them. I'm I'm confused as to why you're so low on Buffalo. Donnie loves Tyrod Taylor. He does. Um, it's the reason I'm so low on Buffalo is because how many weeks in a row are the Patriots going to burn me? Eventually, I have to be like, okay, this team is pretty good. I mean, they're not better than the Eagles, obviously. That's just ridiculous. But um, they are good, and, you know, it's it's a hard read because the Bills, you just you want to believe that they're a much different team when Tyrod plays, and that, that three-week shitting the bed or whatever was when management was jerking them around. And, yeah, I got to take the eight and a half. I don't. I'm not like running to the window. I like it. You're certainly going but, to the damn window though at eight and a half. Mo. Yeah, I think I definitely. I just have these other games I'm more confident in slightly, just because there has to be a part of you that's never that confident fading the Pats right now, uh, as they're playing near the top of their abilities. Well, let's keep it with the Eagles, who Donnie is a lone wolf on, laying the six at Century Link. They play Sunday night football against the Hawks. And you've got this in the middle of your card, so fairly confident in Wentz and them boys. Why do you like the Eagles so much, DP? Uh, it's not necessarily that I like the Eagles a lot. I do like the Eagles. I mean, don't get me wrong. But I think that the Seahawks are much more of a fraud team than I like the Eagles. So uh, I just think that here, I mean, yes, I know it's in Seattle. It's at CenturyLink. But I think that the Eagles are a really good team this year. And I think that they're just going to go up there 
and they're going to absolutely expose the living hell out of this Seattle team. Uh, I don't think that the Eagles will make a lot of mistakes that I think some teams in recent weeks have made against uh, Russell Wilson and this Seahawks offense where you know they kind of let Russell Wilson run around and then just throw up some crazy pass and all this sort of stuff works out but you know some of that is luck some of that is just the defense just breaks down I think that the Eagles will get the job done on the defensive side of the ball and then we all know what they can do on the offensive side of the ball that I think uh, it's a pretty fair outcome to expect them to cover the six points here and, and do so easily and then you know this is a game where i i mean i know people a lot of people are talking about the eagles i mean they have a great record they've played really well they've been blowing teams out but i think that this game going up to seattle at CenturyLink, um you know if and when they do blow the doors off the seahawks this is the game that everyone's like wow this is it this is the team they are for real let's go everyone on the eagles train except they're gonna lose outright this is an amazing spot for Seattle, for the Zombie Hawks. This is their last chance, their last hurrah. They're going to fizzle out towards the end of the season. They're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. But this game, on Sunday Night Football, they are going to thrash that clown quarterback in Philadelphia and win outright. This is such a clown line. Eagles minus six on the road against a team contending for a wild card. Of course they've been ravaged by injury. But how are you, how can they even hang this line this high at CenturyLink? It, because you just said the Eagles are the best team in football. Like, what are you doing here? What am what I do you mean? What am I doing here? Th- this is this is such a joke spot. For I I can't believe this line is this high. It it doesn't make a semblance of sense that they would be. They're basically saying that the difference between the Eagles and the Seahawks is the same difference between the Rams and the Cardinals. And if the Rams and the Eagles are competing at the same level to be the best team in the league, they're saying that the Seahawks are at the same level as the Cardinals and that the CenturyLink home field advantage is the same as whatever that toaster is in the middle of Glendale, Arizona. And that's just simply not true, especially at night. I I don't care how poorly this team has performed. They're still 7-4, and four and they're still contending for the playoffs, and that's going to matter in that stadium at night. This is, this is Hawks outright. I love this spot. I, I should have done Donnie Game 3 and put this as my number one pick. I thought you guys would be on the right side, and this might sneak in as the collective pick, but unfortunately it did not. Uh, well, Br- we, are, we are on the Seahawks side as a, as a team. It's just I, I, I can't get behind the Seahawks in this spot. It's the Zombie Hawks. Zombie Hawks, but they still, it's not like they completely shit the bed these past couple of weeks. They looked horrible against the 49ers. This team is so overvalued they right now. They always look horrible on the road. They always look horrible on the road. Even 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 when they were shipping Super Bowls and crushing skulls, they would go to a terrible Rams team and score nine points. They not always the season. Yeah, anybody that bet this team and got a cover last week and thinks like the Seahawks are good, they're not good. This team is zombie Hawks right now. That should have been a dogfight versus the 49ers, but fluke interception and then that ridiculous PI, stupid-ass shit was happening. I mean, I, you know, I, I could get behind the Eagles being overvalued right now, but I think this is a battle of two overvalued teams then because the Seahawks are nowhere near as good as public perception on them right now. All these injuries, fluke results. I, I mean, yeah, I'm going to take the Hawks because I think this line should be like four and a half, maybe four, something like that. But I just can't like fire it with a ton of confidence. Hawks three and one as home dogs with Russell Wilson. This is this is a slam dunk, guys. Especially against Clown Wentz. What performance has Clown Wentz had against a defense with a pulse? Is there one that comes to mind? You think it's a slam dunk? This isn't a defense with a pulse. This is Zombie Hawks. You think this is a slam dunk, but you don't see LeBron coming for the chase down. And if you were smart, you would pull back and take the transition three. All right, well, you're the best. That was a that was a great analogy. Uh, this is the Carson Wentz multiple interception. He's a clown game. This is what would the Patriots line be in Seattle this week? I mean, according to this, they should be nine. 
I can't wait. I'm gonna Seems bet fair. fifty pizzas against Donnie you in the Super Bowl. Donnie just said that'd be fair. If you want the Patriots, Donnie, Rich, Donnie just said that'd clown. be fair. All the steak again, Donnie. I'm just enjoying the fact that I'm the lone wolf on the Eagles, yet you guys are the ones arguing about <laughs> right? the other side. Because these two idiots are overvaluing the Eagles, but they're taking the Seahawks here. I don't understand what is going on. I'm not overvaluing the Eagles. What are you talking about? You just said they're the best team in football, and I do not agree with that at all. I don't think they're a top three team in football. Well, that's insane. They're... No, Rich just said the the Patriots should be bigger favorites than the Eagles. He thinks the Patriots are better. I, that's I'm, why I said I'm saying the market. Rich, I'm, I'm gonna saying, bet him fifty pizzas. I'm saying no, the, I think... the market would make them bigger favorites. Yeah, not me. If this was Rich's sports book, the Patriots would be like plus two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You would be so broke so fast. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to your last lone wolf, Donnie. And I don't get this. It has to be just a leverage play. You're taking the bucks? This is 100% a leverage play. Listen, I wanted to like the Packers, and then I looked at where the line is currently at. I looked where the public is at, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking the bucks, and I'm sticking them as my one-pointer because I, I can't. I can't. I mean, is this is this going to be the number one play in the super contest? It has to be, right? Sure, but we need just, points. Just knowing the line movement, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leverage it and I'm gonna flip it on the other side, but I'm also gonna stick it as my one pointer, so it doesn't have that much weight on the final outcome of whatever happens in the decision of this this game on the card. So I'm tired of getting embarrassed. We need some points. I don't I don't care. Yeah, this is this is almost a free space. Yeah, this is a free space. The freest of free spaces. Listen, I, I I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this season, but free spaces are all but free. I don't know. I think all the free spaces have come in. Yeah, free spaces have been coming in. Remember what I said? 1% in that Texans game? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. Uh, Mo, you're two lone wolves. Let's buzz through these real quick. Lions and Dolphins. Again, the, your bottom two picks. So... Give us some takes on both these games. Any conviction whatsoever on either of them? I have a small amount of conviction on the Lions. The only reason I didn't move this up, because I, I think this line is too high, but then but then the market moved it to three. So I must just be wrong, I guess. But when I just look at these two teams, they're like pretty similar. Uh, one team is extremely strong on defense. One team is okay on defense. And they're both like mediocre at best on offense, but one team can pass the ball and the other team can run. And the team that can pass is the Lions. So if I've got a choice between two one-dimensional teams in spots where they're going to both really have trouble moving the ball, I'm going to trust the team that can throw the ball. And that's, that's the Lions here. Joe Flacco is, in this passing offense, is pretty close to the nut low in the league right now. I mean, they're bottom five for sure. Whereas Matt Stafford has been pretty fantastic for most of this season. And I think he can do enough here to win this game. But that being said, when the market completely says the other, the other way, I got to respect it. Not only does the market say it, but Donnie and Brett both have the Ravens in their top five. Donnie has the Ravens as his number two selection. So I'll let him lead it off what do you see in baltimore here dp i see a really good suffocating uh defense uh for the ravens i i don't think that detroit is that good i've been saying that all year uh especially at the beginning of the year when they were starting hot and everyone was kind of like okay this is this is finally the year no detroit's always going to come back down to earth and they have been i don't know why the public is 67 percent on the lions here i mean it's the lions we, we have to understand that it is the Lions, the Detroit Lions. Listen, I, I also understand that the Ravens aren't that good in terms of moving the ball on offense, you know, but they, they really just got to kick some field goals here. Just just get it to the 35 or 40 yard line. Let Justin Tucker do his thing and get out of there with, you know, a cover of a two and a half point spread that I think is is more than fair. Uh, I think that this line should they should have just hung the three and I'll happily just Eat, eat the points here for with the Ravens at home and watch them just destroy Matt Stafford and that offense. I mean, Mo, you said that, uh, you know, Detroit has the better passing offense. I just don't think they're really going to be able to pass here. I just don't. Sorry. Brett, you love the Ravens as well. Follow that up. 
Yeah, this line is wrong, and the metrics back it up. Baltimore sixth in overall team efficiency DVOA. Detroit is tenth. So why isn't this a field goal or even like Baltimore minus four? Matt Stafford's hurt. He did get a couple extra days rest uh, for that ankle, but he has to face the league's best pass defense. Well, maybe second best pass defense on the road. Uh, and the Lions can't run the football. They're 29th in rush offense DVOA. This is a bad matchup for Detroit. And I've been higher than most on the Ravens all season. I don't think they get the recognition they deserve. And it all starts at the top with Harbaugh. He can coach circles around most guys with a headset in this league. And I think he's going to press all edges uh, that his Ravens have in this game. You mean you don't think Jim Caldwell is at the same level as John Harbaugh? Close. <laughs> Another reason why I like the Seahawks, I'm, yeah, I'm going to Narrativeville real quick. The Seattle Sounders last night just uh, wrapped up this, the conference finals. They're headed to the, the cup final again in the MLS. It was at CenturyLink. The city was buzzing. Seattle's ready. Seattle is ready to drub the Falcons or whoever, the Eagles, whatever bird they're competing against. Co-bird, bird on bird crime on Sunday night. It's going to be a bloodbath, you guys. I don't think you understand. They did such a good job drubbing the bird last time. It's happening. Well, they didn't. They weren't following a Sounders conference final win. Now they are. Last one: Broncos and Dolphins. You're clicking the Dolphins, Mo. Just, just. I'm assuming. Well, let me just tell what the people. Do. Just if you like the Dolphins, just tease them up to seven and a half and call it a day. If you can. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh. This one is a really, 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 really tough spot because you just don't know what the Broncos are going to look like with Simeon at the helm. Personally, I think they're going to look a lot better. But uh, so why are you, you know, taking the Dolphins? You just got to figure out how much of their defense, their defensive underperformance, is due to not giving a shit because they're just so pissed about the offense. But Simeon is clearly, I think, the best QB on the team. So. I'm assuming they're going to roll him out. I'm assuming they're going to play better. But that being said, this is still the Broncos as road favorites. So it's pretty tough to get behind. I want nothing to do with this game. Clinton Dempsey scored in that conference final too. Hawks by multiple touchdowns, guys. Uh, Who's Clint Dempsey, Brett? <laughs> Something the greatest U.S. soccer player ever. Wow, Landon Donovan is pissed. I hate Landon Donovan, so yes. Wow. Not, he ruined it. I wanted to see if Brett knew who Clinton Dempsey he was. He knew what it's not. Pubesillage? Pubesillage? Pube sandwich? All right, let's get to some picks. Uh, Mo, you lead us off. You were numero uno last week, three and two. You've got a road dog. That I'm I'm sad that I I'm didn't, not gonna lead us off. I, I'm you lead us off. I'm I'm sad that I'm not the one to officially put this pick on the card. But Geno Smith is back. And Tell the people G how happy you are. Geno Smith is on the motherfucking card. Let's go, go back to that analogy. This is like if we were on a fast break, Rich, and I had the chance to lay it up, but I passed it to you. No, off the backboard to me. <laughs> I love the Giants in this spot. Are we even sure the the are we sure the Raiders are better than the Giants right now? <laughs> no. I mean eight and a half? It's the Raiders, the only good thing about the Raiders is they have a, a pretty good offense with really strong playmakers on the edges. Well, one of those playmakers has CTE, brains leaking out his ears after that hit last week, and the other one got in a fist fight and will not be playing football this week. So what do we have left here? We have a pretty decent QB who I think most would agree has not played great this year and not played as good as people like me would hope he was going to play given given our expectations for him after the promising start to his career and Marshawn Lynch who can handle what 15 carries a game I, I just man this this line doesn't make any sense to me because I just see the Raiders as maybe slightly better than the Giants right now but there's no way this line should be eight and a half 
it's just the, the, we had the zombie hawk defense. This is the zombie raider offense. It's it's fun. It's, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Cover eight and a half by throwing to Jared Cook? I was gonna say they're gonna throw all the receivers you guys touted yesterday on the DFS podcast. Something Seth Roberts, Cordell Patterson, Jared Cook, legends of the game. Don't forget about Holton. Something Johnny Holton. <laughs> this is a consensus pick. It's on everybody's card, which makes me believe, DP, you're worried about leverage in this Packers game. What about this game? Why isn't everybody just going to click Giants here? I mean, I think I don't. I don't know if I think. I want to believe that people will back the Raiders in a similar fashion that I think this line was made. I think that a lot of people and sports books made this line, and a lot of people are believing in picking the Raiders here, just forgetting about the Raiders side of the ball. They're just looking at the huge news that came out this week that basically rocked the NFL world when well, Eli crazy. Manning was benched. What's and they're saying the line didn't move. No, I know the line didn't move, but I don't think that this line should be that high anyway. You know, I, I just don't. I mean, with Eli Manning, I think that they easily cover eight and a half. I think with Geno Smith, Davis Webb, fuck Phil Simms, Jeff Hostetler, who cares? Put anyone in there, fucking quarterback. Put Brett, Moe, Donnie, Rich, who cares? It doesn't matter. Eight and a half points against the Raiders, who have none other offensive weapons. I mean, come on. This is stupid, right? I am in total agreement. If if this isn't a public side in the Super Contest, then, boys and girls, you you need to join next year. Because this is, this is an awesome spot for a Giants team against, yeah, this is like, this, with, this is so Spider-Man, Mimi. The Raiders stink. Public 75% on the Raiders. Derek Carr, bro. That's what I mean. People just people are just forgetting about the fact that the Raiders like have nothing and actually suck, and they're just looking at it and they're saying, like, oh, my God, the Giants benched Eli for Geno Smith. I have to be all in on the other side. I don't care who they're playing. They could be playing Rancho Cucamongo High School, Rich. Rancho. Donnie, we already mentioned your pick. You are taking the Bills. Would you like to add anything about that contest? I feel like... You were very impassioned there. I don't. I don't know if there's anything left in the tank for you to tell us. I mean, not passion wise. I still fucking love the Bills. The only thing that I I don't think is going to be true. And Rich, you said it twice. You said it today, and you said it on the recap pod. Is the Lashawn McCoy thing? Um, so I just the way that Bill Belichick runs his team and specifically game plans on defense, he will always take out the opponent's best player. That is the number one thing he will do. So I think he will just key in on LaShawn McCoy, not really let him do anything. You know, I mean, granted, I think Shady will get some of his, so maybe that's 50, 60, 70 yards, but it's not going to be that huge breakout day uh, that some might expect. And I think that he'll just make the Bills score points elsewhere and do things elsewhere. Um, but I'm honestly still fine with it. I don't care. Bills slam fucking dunk here at eight and a half. Slam dunk after they rolled us the last three times. No, in our slam game. fucking dunk, Brett. Okay, put the fucking in the middle of the slam and the dunk. <laughs> if so, they take away Shady, I'm not really sure how we're going to move the ball. I'm, I'm so happy your mic peak thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, Shady, I'm looking at Shady's game logs now. He's never crossed 100 yards against the Patriots. Bum, bum, bum fucking Belichick. Uh, but if they were to take away the Bills' best player, wouldn't they take away Charles Clay? No, it's, it's Zay Jones. <laughs> yeah. the, the ghost Zay of... Jones might be the best player if he can love it. If Zay Jones is the best player, then we need to hurry up and get the Patriots on the card. <laughs> yeah. All right, I am up next, and I know that this is going to be super popular. It could be number one by Miles, but I, I don't see how we... we I'm done with avoiding the free space. So I'm going to put the Packers on the card plus one and a half at home against the Bucks. This line makes no sense whatsoever. They just, they must've just hung the wrong line. Uh, 80% of the public was on green Bay and the line has swung violently in the other direction. The Packers are now two and a half point favorites on pinnacle. It's probably where they should be. The Bucks are getting Jameis Winston back, but they've been really disappointing compared to what their preseason projections were. They're 24th in overall DVOA. Uh, their offense is where they've shown some semblance of excitement passing the ball, but it's on defense where they've got a bunch of names. They've failed to come through. 30th, 30th in defense DVOA, 30th against the pass. And Brett Hundley, 
you guys were right. He's been getting better week after week after week. I just wish he didn't suck complete, just the absolute worst at the beginning of his campaign this year for the Packers. And I, I wish I didn't turn my back on him because that 14 last week was a slam dunk spot. But Hundley had looked so bad, I, I couldn't do it. But uh, but I'm back. I'm back on. Get Hundley on the card. Uh, take the free spot. Brett, does this uh, does this upset you that we'll be on the number one selection in the contest? Yeah, I'm, look, I'm with you. Uh, the Packers were originally in my top five, but for game theory purposes, I moved them into the middle because Green Bay is going to be s- extremely popular in the contest, probably number one or number two. I'm sick of getting embarrassed, Brett. We need some points. We're just trying to, we need some points. I, I, I understand. We're trying to save some face, but I'm still I'm still playing to win. And we're and we we do have another contest to win coming up, so I'm I'm getting ready for the uh, what is it, the final three weeks? We can win some some extra money we're, in this we're contest. Trying to get hot into the final three weeks. That's right, trying to gain some mo, the big M, the big momentum. Mo had this as his number two pick, so he's on my side. Get some goddamn winners on the card, Brett. You're gonna wrap up the host selection spot with a home dog here. They've been a darling for us, even though they've ripped our hearts out. In multiple spots. Mo, I think you want to close your ears. Brett, tell us who you're putting on the card. Yeah, we're doing it again. I've got the gang green on the card. The Jets getting three and a half at home against the Chiefs. This one opened at Chiefs minus four and a half. It's already down to plus three on Pinnacle. That is a big move considering the public is split on this game. I capped this at Chiefs minus one. I don't think this team is good. They're completely giving the division away to the Chargers. They lost three in a row. But this line tells me they're still perceived to be a top 10 team in this league. And the DVOA is exactly that. They're number 10 in in overall efficiency DVOA. But that's I don't see that with my own eyes the past few weeks. They have been a, a complete nightmare on both sides of the ball. And uh, the Jets, man, how did they not cover for us last week? They were in a great spot against the, the Panthers last week. I think this is another good spot, especially, um, you know, given what happened last week. They kind of gave the game away and did not get the cover. I think that's built into this somewhat. And, uh, I, yeah, I think that this is a great spot for the Jets again. I'm so glad you guys have to endure this pain with me, this pain that I've carried with me. For 29 years on God's green earth. I'm so happy that you guys get to at least share in that throughout this football season. Because we've had them on the card frequently. And that those Atlanta and Carolina games. Classic Jets. Absolutely classic Jets. Collapses. Donnie, you've got the Jets the lowest. You've got them as your nine-pointer though. So above the fold, above the halfway mark. Any trepidations about having gangrene on the card? No, just, I mean, a slight trepidation, yes, yeah, so that the Jets could completely just blow this. Uh, but overall, I'm super happy with this pick. I am pumped that it's on the card. I agree with everything Brett said. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's go Jets. Can't believe we're backing them again, but it's our guy Cade, man. Let's go. All right. After a, a week, did I do, do we do one show? I just want week? you to know this is going to hurt me again. That's what that's what that's my point. I'm glad you guys get to share in the pain. But this is 100% the right side. I'm, I'm not. The Chiefs I'm, suck. I'm not. <laughs> Eric Berry doesn't make a difference, though, according to media uh, conglomerate Bill Simmons. Nothing. Much. He's a clown. Everyone else who thought the Chiefs were good are clowns. They even tricked me into thinking they were they were good for about two weeks. The Chiefs suck. I agree with Brett. This line should be minus one or a pick em, something like that. Was Andy Reid doing edibles during the first five weeks of the season and drawing up creative game plans and then just yeah, stopped? Was alien pod people, man. Something happened. <laughs> I don't get it. He's like a different human being. I feel no, I feel like he when they were winning, he was doing a more widely accepted normal game plan of running the ball with Kareem Hunt and throwing the ball down the field. Instead of all these stupid fucking trick plays, swing passes, and also the crap that he always does. Well, he was also super aggressive with the lead, which is something that he he never did previously. And then he he it's like he came to the bedroom and and showed some new moves, and has since never done it again. He was like a, I feel like he just kind of got into uncharted waters and freaked out and revert, reverted to old Andy Reid, and 
that's what we're seeing now. Old Andy Reid. All right, so the card thus far, Giants plus eight and a half, Bills plus eight and a half, Jets plus three and a half, and the Packers plus one and a half. Time to grease up the collective machine. Took a week off while I was in Trinidad. Hopefully, it's ready to go again. This is a consensus pick, and I'm very happy it is on the card. The collective chooses the Cleveland Browns. Back on the Kaiser train. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rule of Mo, it's 14. Rule of Mo coming through. We're good. We're good, guys. We're getting. We're getting. As soon the- as I saw the fourteen, I was like, "This is." I have. We have to listen to, uh, to Mo. I mean, I had just Mo on my shoulder, little devil horns, little devil and Mo. I was like, "We have to pick the Browns." Was he at the shoe? Of course, he's always at the fucking shoe. <laughs> Brett, you're the lowest on the Browns, but you have them two spots out of your card. So that 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 side is a little disingenuous, buddy. Yeah, but it's the Browns, <laughs> and like I. I get it, and I I hyped up Kaiser on the DFS pod yesterday, so I I'm fine with this. I certainly think this is a game that the Chargers are going to win, but I can also see Kaiser moving the ball, uh, especially late if they're down and the Chargers are just sitting back. Uh, but LA is in a playoff push; they need to stay healthy, something they have not been able to do in the past five years. Uh, they're they're right on the doorstep of a playoff push, and I don't think they're going to get crazy if this is like two touchdowns and they just let up. So this has backdoor cover written all over it. This is the most dangerous the Browns offense has been in years. Josh Gordon back in the lineup this week. And I think they'll be able to put up some points in this game. So uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I want to hear what Mo thinks. Mo's the highest on the Browns. Of course he is. (laughs) I I had to, man. What the hell? This 14. I mean, shouldn't this line be like, 11 yeah 10 and a half 11 i mean yeah i just think this browns offense like you said is going to be looking better with josh gordon and with Corey coleman they have another weapon in duke johnson their running game has been actually had half of a pulse the last few weeks against uh who was it uh bengals and and uh lions, lions. Yeah, they've been looking okay. I think they can keep this within 14. I said I needed 14. They gave me 14, so I got to click Browns. I love this spot. I really do. Rule of Mo, we're getting the full 14. To Brett's point, can't you just see the Chargers getting up 20 and then just packing it in, and then you look at the scoreboard a couple minutes later, like this game never gets back on red zone except for that touchdown with, you know, a minute to go where Kaiser scrambles out and just falls into the end zone and the Browns lose by 13, you know, the old, I don't know, 27 to 14. We get the cover, no breeze, uh, no worries, no whatsoever. It, it just seems like the Chargers getting up and packing it in backdoor cover. This what it feels like through and through. So that's the card. We've got the Giants plus eight and a half, the Bills plus eight and a half, Jets plus three and a half, Packers plus one and a half, and the Cleveland Browns plus. I so badly wish I had my veto because it would be poetry if I could veto out Donnie's Bills pick again with the Patriots. (laughs) Dude, the best quarterback on the card is Tyrod Taylor. You can't take out the best quarterback on the card. TNT. There were two other consensus picks that did not make the card. One of them was the Bengals plus five, which was very close to usurping that Browns pick. Uh, Mo Mo and I were the lowest on the Bengals. That's why they didn't get on the card. And then the Bears minus three was also a consensus pick. And after hearing all of the Jordan Howard love on yesterday's show. I am shocked that you guys didn't have the Bears higher. Love the Bears. Top five. Yeah, Brett has the Bears on his card. Mo, I don't know why you have the Bears in your bottom tier if you love Jordan Howard. Those those two things seem mutually exclusive. 
Yeah, originally I had the Bears a little higher, but I don't know. I think the Bears, what did I cap this? I think I capped this at three and a half or four. So I like the Bears. I don't love the Bears. Um, Who knows? Maybe Garoppolo is really good. That I guess we're going to find out. That's perfect analysis to end the show. Who knows? Well, I'm on the Niners, so. Who knows? You're on, you, Oh, you did take the Niners. Good shading job, Rich. Lone Wolf. Donnie, that's, that's, that's why it didn't make it on the card. Donnie's got Donnie's got an extra lone wolf in the Niners. Elite host. Yeah. The the most elite. No Flacco host. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh if you want to tell us how poorly hosted this show normally is, you can tweet us at Gridiron Gamble or email us at Gridiron uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Now I'm fluttered. Now I see the rush coming and my eyes are falling. I'm not looking downfield or I'm not delivering the ball because my shading job was poor once again. You can also use those accounts to send us your Super Contest pick for the raffle. Uh, we will have another contest coming up like, like we did on Thanksgiving, a special one with some extra tickets. So be on the lookout for that. And best of luck in your betting ventures, your fantasy, fantasy playoffs right around the corner. So good luck. We'll see you next week. Peace.